Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. 608, it's the Mark Aram Show on a Friday, as Chris can't mention, in between uh, flatulence there. That was fantastic, by the way. Uh, it's uh, 90 degrees on Peachtree Street, and it's a 9 on the Mark Aram Show back sweat meter. Cause, That's it? Well, I got in my... You think it should be higher? I don't know. I'll... It's cooled down in the last 30 minutes. Okay. Because when I got in my car, the thing, the in-dash thing, yeah, thermometer, they call it. Sure. Some people call it a thermometer. 114. 114. Oof. So I was just like, Poof. yeah, it's a nine. Okay. It's a nine. Can you believe? All right. So it's September 27th, right? 26th, 27th. Um, a, it's, it's 90 degrees on September 27th. And it's already September 27th. This year has flown by, by, flown by completely. I can't believe it's almost the end of September already. Because it still feels like summer. Is that what it is? Don't you think? Like, I don't know what it like is. Summer. This is 90 degrees outside for yeah. the last month. But it's it's the end of September already. Yeah. yeah. This year has just zipped by, like blink of an eye. So much so that I'm like, I got to make plans for Christmas. You know, it's already that time to make plans for Christmas. I was just at... We can go up to Montana. It's going to snow a foot if you want to get in the Christmas I spirit. I would love to go I'll there go. right now. <laughs> I would do. So, so every Christmas, I go home to see my parents in Connecticut, and traditionally... I will drive with Bosco. Um, unfortunately, I mean, she's getting older. It's a tougher thing in and out of the car. We got to stop and get gas. The dr- the traffic sucks. And I don't want to be one of those dudes that, oh, this is my emotional support animal. And I get a fake little thing and I fly with her. Cause you it, absolutely should do that. I, yeah, but I'm not, I mean, I don't want to game the system. That's Bosco. Stop. I understand. And she, she it's does. It's not a chicken or a donkey. <laughs> exactly. You know? They would love her too. I think so. But I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm hesitant to do it because I don't know. I've never flown with a dog and I don't, I'm not going to put her in the belly, you know, no, and, and, no I'm not going to no. do that with her uh, weak heart and everything. Um, but I don't know. I'm, I'm a cautious. I'm hesitant to do it because I don't want to be that guy that, you know, gets the emotional support thing. And I have never taken a dog to the airport. I don't know the process there. Will they let her in the crown room with me? Is it good? Uh, I mean, yeah, oh yeah. If it's if it's yeah, emotional support, yeah, all yeah. right. I could just hear it, like her, like trying to grab the food off the off the. Oh thing. yeah. Um, so what I, what I thought about doing was taking uh, Amtrak. I looked into Amtrak once. I thought that'd be cool. So I was like, I'll take Amtrak. There's the, different definitions. The track is <laughs> cool. Not sound cool at all. Well, I've never <laughs> I mean, done the, the idea of taking a train. Sounded yeah. kind of neat. Yeah. Yeah. I've never done like a long term train. I, and when I was in Japan, I did the bullet train around. That was really cool. But in like in the States, I've never done a long train. It's kind of like cool, old school. And I'm like, oh, so I was actually thinking about this. Like I'll do Amtrak. It's about an eight day trip. I think it's two days from okay. here to Connecticut. Not any cheaper than flying. I, I'm, it's, I'm not worried about the price. I'm worried about the hassle. Like I really don't want to drive anymore. Yeah. It's a crappy drive. It's a lot of holiday traffic, construction and tolls. It's a pain. And then you've got, you know, I've got my dog. So I was thinking, well, I'll I'll do Amtrak maybe and get one of those, you know, sleeping cars. Oh, yeah, you'd like that. Really pimp out. Uh, but Amtrak just announced that they're dropping dining cars next week. All of them or? Yeah. All th- oh, okay. They're only going to start to sell prepackaged meals. Yeah. Oh, no way. So I don't know. But I, I, I was just hoping to tap into the vast resources of the Mark Aram Show listeners uh, to find out if you've ever done a long Amtrak train or whatever kind of train service um and, and will it be acceptable to a to use my dog b what if she has to go to the bathroom you know like i, I thought about that like is the train going to do potty stops potty break do i have to bring what do i have to do like a little piece of grass oh that'd be like great some little, they turf. Got a little turf yeah exactly so i just want if anyone's done that i would love some some guidance on on doing a long train journey like that and if it's possible or feasible to do it with an animal 404-872-0751-800 WSB Talk. So you've looked into it, Debbie. You've never done one? I thought about taking it down to my parents because flights are really expensive down there. But yeah. of course, they live in the middle of nowhere and the train doesn't even go that far. So I've got the train will take me Amtrak and then I switch over to Metro North. It will take me like 20 minutes from my parents' house. 
And then that's, my that's nice, very cool. Yeah. And then my, I mean, it's a shady ass train station where I'll get yeah, dropped but off. But you get in, picked up, right? In Waterbury, I remember I uh, when I had my uh, engagement to dinner in Connecticut years ago, and I had two buddies from Atlanta fly up, and they they flew into New York and took the train up, and they were they they were scared. In, of Waterbury, Connecticut. They're like, hurry up, get here now. This is crazy. Because it's not really, a, it's just like a, a stop. There's no like train station. Oh, sure. So there's just the middle of the hood. And I want to like, know what Connecticut hood is. Waterbury is kind of sketchy. Because my hood is like, I grew up in the chicago hood. That's yeah, the yeah. only hood I know. I can't imagine it being the very similar. It's very sketchball. <laughs> Waterbury, if anyone knows uh, Connecticut, Waterbury is very, the Brass City, as it was referred to, the Brass City. It was, I'm sure it was elegant back in the turn of the century when they had the brass mill cooking on the Naugatuck River, but it's a sketchball thing. So if you have any uh, advice on taking a dog on Amtrak or train travel in general, I'd love to hear from you. 404-872-0750, wbsb talk Some breaking news, Jason Byers on the other side of the takeout window. Where is heck? The, uh, my broken used headphones have sold low T, Chuck. The auction closed about uh, 20 minutes ago. Nice. Uh, the winning bid was $403. So wow. we've raised $403 for my broken autographed headphones. Nice. They're historic. It's a piece of history. Yeah. They've been at WSB here for over 14 years, signed by myself, uh, Clark Howard, Scott Slade, Eric Von Hessler, and Erickson's going to sign them on Monday, yes. and then I'll ship them out on Monday. So thanks to the listener at the bottom. That was very cool. 403 bucks. I, I was hoping to get like $50 or $60 out of them. But $403, that's, that's amazing. A, that's nice. Yeah, that's amazing. So They're old, dirty headphones. Yes. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll clean them up a little bit. I'll sanitize them, <laughs> but I don't want to mess with the uh, the. Autographs. No, you don't, you don't want to mess with the authenticity. Yeah, so I don't want to say the listener's name, but thank you so much. Mark McKay was just outbid at the last second. He bid $399. The winning bid was 403 Sorry, oh, smiling. Hey. It took me twice as long. I don't know what was going on on Northside Drive. Maybe it was those climate protesters. Or I don't know what it was, but it was, I, I even called the traffic center and uh, David Hubbard's like, WSB traffic. I'm like, hey, Doodle, what's going on Northside Drive? A lot of cars. I was like, all right, thanks, Doodle. Uh, all right, let's get, give me some uh, info on this train travel stuff. Amtrak up north. David's in Tahaharone. What's going on, David? Hey, when I was a kid, I hopped the freight train in Tyrone and wound up in Manchester, Georgia. It didn't cost me a nickel. Where's Where's Manchester, Georgia? Uh, that's down south. It's It's right at the fall line. What did you? Uh, how did you get back? Well, we, me and my friend, waited until a train was going back north on the same track and hopped on that one, <laughs> and wound up in Red Oak. Uh, that's that reminds me of the movie Stand by Me. Do you remember Stand by Me? Where they Never saw it, brother? Oh, really? It's a, it's a great coming of age movie, and these these uh, uh, I don't know, twelve, thirteen year old kids. Were such a good movie. Such a good movie. But remember the train dodge? That was the best. Teddy uh, Duchamp dodging yeah. the train. And then Vern, the fat kid on the train tracks, running. Trying to I run. I dropped my comb. Yeah, his comb <laughs> fell out. That's a great movie. You got to watch that, sir. Yeah. Josh is up on the Mark Aram Show. Josh, talk to me, brother. Hey, so uh, Amtrak's actually pretty cool. When I lived in uh City, Louisiana, I'd go from Shreveport to Colleen all the time. Uh, you stop about maybe every 50, 60 miles for, you know, 10 or so minutes. You got enough time to get out and, and walk around. That's in, that's encouraging. Does, I like that. Man, although it does suck that they're losing the dining cars. Yeah. It was always fun to, to go down there and get trashed on the train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, again, I'm going to be having my sweet 14-year-old beagle with me. But that'd be good if we stop every, whatever, two hours. Let her, let her pee. Let me go get a, a burger at McDonald's and then jump back on the train. My luck, I would miss the train, though. I'd come back. I have to go to the bathroom or something, and I'd be late getting back on the train. I'd be stuck in West Virginia. Smile and said, Randy's in Dawsonville. Randy, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, how you doing, sir? What's up, brother? Uh, not much. We, we went on a train trip back in June. It was my son's senior trip. We went from Chicago to Whitefish, Montana. Hey, Whitefish, Chuck. Hey, Oh, oh man, it was the best trip I have ever been on. My um, we it, and you're talking about the sleeper car. When you get a sleeper car, your meals are included with that with that price. Oh no, kidding! Deb's doing yeah, some research yeah. right now on that for me. Where's the oh, stop yeah. you need? Where's Say the, again? Um, I, I want to go to Waterbury, Connecticut, but okay. just take me to New York, and then I can get on Metro okay. North there. Uh, so, how were the meal? Like, what was it? What was a typical it, meal? It, it was good. It was good. Now, if you if you get a um, coach seat, it can be kind of pricey, but it it it, it was good. 
um, and it, it was the best, it was the best, um, train trip or best trip I've ever been on. Can I mention, what, uh, what did you a, do in, what did you do in Whitefish, Montana, by the way, Randy? Why was that well, your destination? My, my son has always, the train that goes from Chicago to Whitefish is called the Empire Builder, <laughs> and he is a train nut, and he has oh, always okay. wanted to ride that train. And he would, um, my, my oldest son went on to she, Seattle and my youngest son stayed there. He would, he would go to the train station all day, every day and watch trains. Very and, cool. But, you said, oh, it was, it was. You wanted to throw in I one more a, thing, Randy? Go ahead, buddy. I, I have a Facebook page. If you'd like to look at some of the pictures, it's called My Great Train Trips. My Great, great Train, train Trips. I, our great train trips. Our and, um, great train yeah, trips. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I got some of our pictures from there, but it, it was just, it was just the neatest trip I have ever been on. You'd love it. Excellent. Thank you, Randy. Deb, you got any info for me yet? Yeah, it they range from two hundred for your value all the way up to seven hundred for premium, but it also says no pets. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah, it's got a big little dog and a lion with a circle. What so about means, emotional support pets? It does not say that. It just says no pets. Fudge sickle. Maybe Chuck will drive me up. Will you be my driver? If you rent an RV, sure. <laughs> no pets, really? No pets for, well, yeah, no pets are available for longer than seven hours. It'd be more than seven hours. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. All right. We'll come back. More of your train thoughts. Uh, we got a big show tonight. Comedian Pete Lee in studio. Brittany from Access Atlanta. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show. Via my buddy Hans on the Piccadilly Hotline said, uh, if I do take the train, got to get the sleeper car. And he said the food was amazing. So there you go. Food was amazing on Amtrak. Who would have guessed? Shirley's in Lawrenceville. Shirley, real quick, what do you have, buddy? Well, um, my son and I went from Atlanta to Slidell, Louisiana, many years ago. You definitely have to get the sleeper. If you're going to a non-large type hub location, Mm -hmm. If you don't have the sleeper, you're going to have your luggage with you oh. the entire time. No, I can't have that. You can't, they don't put it in the luggage car, and it is an extremely difficult trip. It's very tiring, especially, and they group people together, so everybody that's getting off at the same area you are is going to be grouped in But together. But at least you got to go to Slidell, Louisiana after the end of I all that. I mean, did. it was worth I the, the payoff was worth the trip. Thank you, Shirley. All right, mark that down, Deb. I'm not going to Slidell. Got it. And I'm getting that sleeper car if I do take it. More of your train-related calls when we come back after news, weather, and traffic. This is the Mark Aram Show. 639, 21 in front of 7. Mark Aram and the Bananas with you till 8 in the p.m. Don't forget you can listen to the show at home via Amazon Alexa and on the WSB Radio app. Or, or check out our podcast, Deb Green. It's on iTunes and WSBRadio.com. And, wherever you listen to podcast stuff. So I'm debating whether or not to take uh, Amtrak up to Connecticut this Christmas with Bosco instead of driving. The drive wears both me and Bosco out. Uh, Via the Piccadilly text line, Dave Baker says, make sure I get, uh, this is the Home Fix-It show, Dave Baker, on the Piccadilly text line, get my own sleeper car with my own bathroom. Do not ride in coach. The coach bathroom's back up in about five minutes. I I don't know if he means a line or if like the actual thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that goes without saying. I'd yeah. rather have a bathroom than a bed, right? Yes. Yeah, I need one of those um, with my insides. Can we figure out the dog situation? Not yet. Oh. We'll work on it. I'll make some calls. Yeah, you know people. Deb Green says, what is it, six hours? No more than six hours? Seven. Seven hours. I so said I, to do a three-hour and then a four-hour one. Or how long does it take yeah. to get there? Why not just do a bunch of seven hours? Why do I have to do a three and a four? With well, all the I, I'm switches? just thinking more than seven. <laughs> Was it seven or one? I don't all know. Right. <laughs> all right. So we'll check it out. Uh, your thoughts and advice on the train travel. Beth's in Swanee. Beth, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, thanks, Mark. What's up, Beth? Hey, so not to be Debbie Downer, but I would not encourage you to take the train. No. For multiple reasons. No. Okay. Um, I, my experience was about 15 years ago, so dated. Um, but yes, to the other caller's point, you are, you're designated your seat based on where you're getting off. So I went, I was coming back from New York City to Atlanta, mm-hmm. and it took over 24 hours to get home. The joke with one of my friends who was in New York City he was flying back to New Zealand, and he made it home before I made it home. That was always a joke between us. Wow. Um, wow. There was a lot of delays on the track. And then I took the nighttime train, so I got on about 5 or 6 p.m. in New York City and then got back to Atlanta late morning. Well, it was 
24 hours. But um, let's see. That doesn't seem that bad to me. I like 24 hours of not driving as opposed to 16 hours of driving. And if I do drive, it will take me uh, over a day because I stop in like Fredericksburg, Virginia overnight and then continue. So I'm okay with the 24 hours, I guess. Well, that's that's good. And then I um I did not take the sleeper car. I was in coach, and while there was a lot of room, I was by myself for almost half the trip, which was good and bad. Um, again, it was just dark most of the time. I think I'd rather be alone. I would. And I'm gonna have my I'm gonna have my sweet girl Bosco. By the way, so Bosco's a hound dog. Jason, you have a dog, a big dog though. What is it? He's a Great Pyrenees, Franklin. A great Pyrenees, whatever that is. 125 pounds, bigger than Deb Green by a lot. Yeah. Heavier than I agree by a lot. So Bosco's a hound dog. And I guess through all the breeding, she's used to getting dinner for her master, right? But she's obviously not doing any hunting and she's 14 <laughs> or whatever. So it's funny. Every time we get Uber Eats to the house, she starts howling like, hey, I got you dinner. Like it, like it's her. She did it. Like she will not stop going crazy. every time. And, you know, I get Uber Eats and, you know, Grubhub a lot. So every time the food comes, she's like, I did it. Woo. Like, I got you dinner, Mark. She doesn't call me Mark, though. She calls me. That'd be great if she did. She calls me Aram. Uh, Jennifer is in Lawrenceville. Jennifer, welcome to the show. Hey, that was adorable about your dog there. Thank you. I hope I hope you um, can take, was it Bosco? What'd yes, you Bosco. Okay. Um, my call has to do more with the experience of being on a train. I personally love the train. I rode the train a lot in Europe. I did the sleeper club all the time. It was wonderful. Mm -hmm. Here in the States, I've only done it from, the longest I did was from Grand Central to Rochester, New York. But I did Albany to Rochester, back and forth all the time while I was in college. Well, Um, I mean, I've done the Metro North thing. I've taken the train. I've just never done like this, you know, a long trip like uh, Atlanta to to New York. That's a long one. But but the more I'm looking at online, I really think I might want to do like what that guy did out to Whitefish, Montana, like a cross country. I always think of like those old Western trains when people talk about doing that. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I those think. In Montana. They That'd be awesome. You can like, take those around Montana. I don't want like to go around. Two. Like I want to go all. No, but the way. you can go like like basically uh, the High Line. So That'd just north, just south of Canada, yeah. you can pretty much go from like Chicago. And you loop up, and you just kind of all the way to Seattle. I think it cuts across. Very Montana. romantic, and yeah, it's yeah. cool. Maybe uh, maybe I'll do that with Maya. Not this Christmas because we got to go to Connecticut. I don't do know it over the winter. Do. It's awesome. I know I'm going to wind up driving because I don't want to be that d bag that gets the support animal license or whatever, and the train doesn't seem like it's going to work out unless I can pull some strings at Amtrak. So it looks like Deb Green. I'm driving. That's a long drive. <laughs> it's a long drive. I'm so sick of that drive. <laughs> do you split it? Do you and Maya both drive? No, she flies up. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Because well, I go on vacation earlier oh, than her. that's true. Okay. So I'll drive up, and then she'll fly up, but she drives back with me. Can she have the emotional dog with her? <laughs> she could be that D-bag. I could see that <laughs> happening. Uh, when we come back, Russ in Gainesville, plus does Alex Williams know this food? On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram, uh, and uh, Facebook is Mark Aram WSB. That's right. I got it all right. At Mark Aram, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. Hang tight, Friday edition of The Mark Aram Show. Later, smiling, 90 degrees still on Peachtree Street. Holy smokes. Alex Williams and Russ and Gainesville coming up real quick. Diana's in Loganville. Diana, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing? Excellent. What's going on? Hey, last summer, my husband and I went from Chicago to Seattle, and there was an emotional support dog on our train. Oh. Um, And they did let the dog off at every stop. And the funny story is we got to the top of a mountain in Montana, and this was like 8 o'clock at night. And the train ahead of us had broken down. So we were stuck up there for a couple hours. And the smokers were going crazy. They wanted <laughs> off the train. <laughs> and they would, uh, and they said only, they announced only the dog can get off the train. Wow. How about and that? Which, smokers, which mountain in Montana do you know? Cause, uh, uh, it, was, it, was the, it was after Whitefish. All right. Because that <laughs> might be the mountaintop that. that Low T was conceived on. I know. Do you know that? Do you know the peak? Is it Pike's Peak? What 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 mountain? I do not know. I know the, I don't know maybe the close to there. I don't yeah. know. This was in May, and there you would have snow. seen. They, they have a big bronze statue that says Loti was. There is a memorial here. there. Yeah, there is. <laughs> it's a marker. 
Uh, let's do, uh, does Alex Williams know this does food? Alex Williams know this food? Does Alex Williams know this food? Does Alex Williams know this food? That boy don't know what that is. Generally, that boy doesn't know what that is. Alex Williams, valued member of Triple Team Traffic, joins us live from the Traffic Center. Alex is an amazing dude, but a very limited food vocabulary. You ready for this edition of Does Alex Williams Know This Food? Let's give it a go. I have faith in you. I think you're going to know this one. I think this one's common enough. That you'll know it, but as Jason Byer said, he didn't. You didn't know what eclair was, so maybe you not <laughs> won't get this. All right, here's the food, Alex Williams. The food is muffaletta. Muffaletta. I think is that a type of sandwich. Hey, good job, little guy. Oh, you, I got it right. Did you Google that? As you were, I can't see him right now. I, I did not be, Google it. I promise. It is a type. It's a it's a Cajun uh, New Orleans centric sandwich. We had them delivered the other day. Uh, so yeah, muffaletta, muffaletta. Maybe that's why he knows. Is that why you know, Alex? I wasn't here that day. That's right. He was uh, in that fancy North Carolina wedding. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they had, they had good food at the wedding, right, little guy? They did have good food. What was the one thing you told me you had? Uh, I had some mahi mahi. Mahi mahi. That's right. So now we take that off the list. Alex, <laughs> now, All right, I'll Alex that now knows with mahi mahi. All right, Alex Williams did know that food. Thanks, buddy. Yes, sir. Uh, Russ joins us in Gainesville, Russ, Georgia, on a, come here a minute. on a Friday. How are you, Russell? Hey, I'm great. How you doing? You have any train experience? You ever take any long train trips? Uh, when I was a kid, but I'll tell you this. You remember that girl, Leanne, the copper tone girl? Yes. How could we forget the yeah, copper tone yeah. girl, Russ? Yeah. So anyway, she told me yesterday she wanted to come back. So I sent a hundred dollars to her in Chattanooga. Oh my goodness. So she gets on the, yeah, she gets on the Greyhound <laughs> at noon today and yeah. she's still not here. And it's only two hours away, so I think she's messing me around. Yeah, I think you just lost a hundo on the uh, Copper Tone girl. But what about uh, the Puerto Rican girl? What's her name? Corrali. Yeah, I got rid of her because Leanne was coming. <laughs> I got rid and of now her. And now Leanne's not here. She told me, show? she sent me a message like 530 and said, I'm getting on MARTA. I'm in Ackworth, and I said, MARTA doesn't come here. That's the last thing I said, and she didn't answer me after that. So, so MARTA the, doesn't come the to Copper Tone girl said, I'm in Ackworth, I'm taking MARTA. Is that what she said? That's what she said. So, but you dropped the bird in the hand for the other one in the bush is basically what you're saying. So you you booted the Puerto Rican girl for the copper tone girl. What about well, what about Mackenzie the prison girl? Once when's she getting out of uh, the house? You know, I haven't heard from her yet. I'm, I'm I need to call her or the jail and see if they let her go yesterday because yeah. I haven't heard a word from her. All right, so Russ is out. At, just to recap, Russ is out a hundred dollars. <laughs> No, no girl tonight on a Friday night, which is rare for Russ, and we don't know if the uh, if Mackenzie's out of jail yet. So everyone's, this is like a soap opera, uh, days of our lives with Russ. So that's where we are. So what what are your what are your prospects for tonight, buddy? You gonna do? Are you gonna go out trolling? What are you doing? You know, I, I didn't even really realize it was Friday until you just said that. <laughs> Head to the Little Caesars, the Walgreens. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. Taco Bell's got a new menu. Johnny Kilbasa said it's a smaller menu. We want to check that out. Applebee's is always a good spot on a Friday, right? Yeah, I, I like to go to the Branch House. There's a place uh, about Holiday Marina. Yeah. I might go up there. I'm pr- probably sure they don't want you dropping their name, but that's okay. <laughs> maybe maybe Russ will be at the Branch. All right, well, listen, I hope things pick up this weekend. I hope the Copper Tone Girl shows up from Chattanooga, and, uh, and I hope Mackenzie gets out of jail. I have, I have a good feeling about this weekend, Russ. Right, thanks a lot. All right. There's Russ in Gainesville. My man. Be safe, Russ. I don't think there's Marta okay. in Ackworth, is there? There's not Marta in Ackworth yeah, or so. in Gainesville. Yeah. she Russ is out 100 bucks. She's probably, she knows that, like, that's the, the max I can get out of Russ. You know, the guy she's with is like, ask him for 500. She's like, no, no, no. I'm going to go for 100. Get the shore hundo professional scammers there. All right, uh, when we come back, comedian Pete Lee in studio, plus Brittany from Access Atlanta on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show and a good Friday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there, at 7.07, seven minutes after 7 o'clock. This is The Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. It's a Bulldog bye weekend, Pete Lee in studio, so we're the home of the Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah. As a Midwestern dude, I'm assuming you're a Big Ten guy. I'm a Big Ten guy. Uh, I actually went down to Florida and watched uh, the uh, the Bulldogs play the Badgers in a bowl game oh, one wow. year. Oh, Tampa, yeah. and uh, it was so funny because you guys just creamed us. You you guys were so <laughs> much better. I mean, you have SEC speed. Yeah, exactly. And, um, 
But they didn't realize that Wisconsin does something called the fifth quarter, where win or lose, they just get all drunk and then they dance <laughs> around on the field. And all is these that a, is that a true story? Yeah, and we lost so badly, and all the Bulldog fans were like, "Why are these Northerners <laughs> happy that they lost? <laughs> it's the What's fifth wrong? quarter." <laughs> yeah. uh, Pete Lee's in studio. He's a comedian. He's the punchline this weekend. Since the dogs are off, you have no excuse but to go to the punchline. Yeah. And see hilarious Pete. He's on stage tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. Tickets online at punchline.com. Before you dive headfirst back into college football, so off the air, I was explaining to Pete my crazy schedule, and obviously he's a stand-up comedian. He's got a crazy schedule. So he was on the red eye this morning from L.A. and then just landed. And um, and, and you mentioned uh, a sleep aid that you took called Ambien. Everyone knows oh, what Ambien yeah. is. Oh, yeah. Right now, I am... Uh... I'm heavily on Ambien and <laughs> coffee, so it's creating a tornado in my brain between the the caffeine and the uh, the Ambien. But the first time I ever took Ambien, uh, I have an ex-wife. I have one of those, and um, we were on an airplane. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Oh yeah, it's actually a great club to be in. Yeah, like I. People always say, like, was marriage the happiest day of your life? I'm like, I think the divorce was. <laughs> I think it was. And since then, every day, yeah, it gets even happier. But anyway, I took the Ambien on an airplane. We were flying to Hong Kong to do a documentary. And uh, and I took it. And, like, about 15 minutes into it, she turned into a wolf person. In your mind. In my in mind. Real life. Okay. In my mind. And th- but then... Uh, soon after that, I found out that she really was a wolf in real life. And, so uh, this was how long after you've been married? Was this? Uh, this was like four years into marriage. Okay, so you, you you got the lay of the land. Yeah, and you're flying to uh, Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Yeah, I, I did a documentary. Uh, basically, it was me and Chad Daniels and Tom Segura. We mm-hmm. flew over to uh, to Asia to see if we could just do comedy in Asia, and we made a documentary about Excellent. it called "I Need You to Kill." It's on Amazon if people want to watch it. But uh, but yeah, so on the way over there, she turned into a wolf because I took Ambien. So this is just to recap. This is L.A. to Hong Kong flight. Uh, this this actually was a uh, Chicago to Hong Kong. So even flight. longer, even longer. And 15 minutes in, your wife's a werewolf. Yeah, meaning you have you have 16 hours left of this flight. Yeah, and 15 minutes in, your wife's a werewolf. Yeah, and I'm like, and I'm looking at her, and like, like she she'd be talking to me, and she she'd be like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "I think I'm tripping because you're turning into a wolf," and she'd be like, "What do you mean?" And the fur on her face uh, would just start like billowing, I'm, like I'm a Disney cartoon. The transformation of Teen Wolf when uh, Michael J. Fox becomes the wolf. Yeah, that's what I'm picturing your ex-wife being. Right yeah. Now. Oh, she. Yeah, she grew full like like billowing facial hair, <laughs> and uh, it was. I mean, it turned out that that's who she really was in real life yeah. but <laughs> you, just, you saw into her soul that's what right. ambien does that should be their their tagline yeah see into soul see into soul ambien and that's that's the only well i can't say that that's the only time that ambien's made me hallucinate uh um i had this uh i one of my buddies just he i don't know he likes to give me stupid stuff, so he gave me this owl rug for my bathroom okay. that I was like, this is the dumbest <laughs> rug, whatever. But being a guy, I'm like, well, yeah, I don't really have a rug. Who's so, got a rug in the bathroom? Yeah, yeah. so I'm going to put this down. Yeah, it feels absolutely. good when it's cold out. <laughs> and uh, I, I would be sitting down on the toilet uh, before going to bed because on Ambien, you don't, you're kind of wavy. You don't yeah. really want to be standing. And I'd be looking down at the owl, and the owl would just kind of wink at me. <laughs> And I was like, "Oh, this stuff's strong." And I'd be like, "Owl, I know you're not. I know you're not winking yeah. at me." And the owl would look at me and like just wink, wink again. again. Like, no. now you're selling Ambien to me. So I've had friends that took it, and a lot of them described sleep eating, where they would um, go to sleep, take Ambien, go to sleep, and at some point during the night, wake up and eat a whole rotisserie chicken out of the fridge and wow. not even know it. Oh my God! No, I. Well, I have sleep apnea, so I sleep with one of those the mask, uh, the mask that's yeah. tethered to the machine. So, so you're, like, you're, you're, if I got up, anchored. yeah, the the machine would be on the floor, and I'd be dragging the power cord behind me if I was trying to go. I want to see. I want to see my owl rug wink. Uh, Pete Lee's in studio is a fantastic comedian. He is the punchline tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. Tickets available on punchline.com. I know you've been on the late night shows, including Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Um, what's that experience like? What What's just you know? I mean. These are this is like the prime landing spot for stand-up comedians. What how do they treat you? What's the whole process like on that? It's amazing. And uh, I'm about to do my fifth tonight show appearance wow. uh, coming up here in about a month. So I'm actually gonna be running that set when I'm at the, oh, the punchline cool. all week. And um, uh, also I'm submitting for a Netflix special. So people are gonna see my my tonight show set right up front and then they're gonna see me run my Netflix hour essentially. 
So um, the people that are coming out are going to get a really good show. You know, a lot of times I'm tinkering with things this and like the, this is the finished that, yeah. product. Uh, so, uh, but anyway, yeah, I um, I have a story about uh, about how I got on the Tonight Show. I uh, I was on a show on True TV. Do you guys know True TV? I've heard yeah. of it for sure. I couldn't yeah. tell you what number on the. Yeah, it's a network that like should be called if a tree falls in the woods because nobody really watches <laughs> yeah, yeah. it. And um, so we would just make TV shows and we would send in the final cut to the you know to the big bosses and they'd be like, okay, you know, <laughs> like there was no feedback, yeah, nothing. Yeah. Uh, I don't think anybody watched our show. And uh, so I, a friend of mine was like, well, if you want your career to go somewhere, you need to do that book, The Secret. And um, Oh, I've heard of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like you, you put things into the universe and, and then they come through. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it's kind of hogwash, or I thought it was. So uh, I was like, well, I'm not going to read it. I'm going um, to watch the documentary on YouTube. So I watched the documentary on YouTube, and midway through, it goes, now's the time where you pause this program and you wish for something unreasonable. <clears throat> so let me get this straight, not to interrupt Pete Lee. Yeah. Um, Instead of reading the book, you're going to watch the book on YouTube. I watched the book on YouTube, <laughs> and then I wished for something unreasonable. Yeah. And I heard my friend Nate Bargatze, uh, uh, Jimmy Fallon, I heard that he came to the stand and discovered him, and then they did a sitcom together. Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? I know that Jimmy lives across the street from this comedy club. I'm going to wish for him to come in and see me. That's all I want. And um, so uh, the next thing I know, I get an email that I get a Tonight Show showcase that Sunday. And then I'm standing at the bar with my whiskey because I'm nervous. Yeah. And uh, the manager of the club walks by and was like, hey, Pete. She looked at me like, you don't know who's behind me. <laughs> then my manager, Dave, uh, looked at me like, you have no idea who's behind me. The next guy was like, hey, Pete, I'm Jimmy Fallon. Hey, nice to meet you. Dave told me to come see you and blah, blah, blah. This is before your set? This is before my oh, set. Oh, God, and why would they do that to you? I don't know, but like, my heart was pounding on my chest, and I look at Jimmy Fallon, and I go, oh, my God, the secret is real. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, Those were the first words I said to Jimmy Fallon. And um and so he's like, I don't know what that means, but I'll see you downstairs, Pete. He's like the nicest guy yeah, in the yeah, world. Absolutely. So I'm on stage and I'm performing. I'm doing my showcase for him, and I I tell a joke where I say, uh, I go, I never want to offend anybody. Like the other day, this guy sneezed, and I wanted to say bless you, but instead I said happy holidays. <laughs> and uh, that's a and great. It's joke. a great joke, yeah, right? Absolutely. It's a good joke for twenty uh, the twenty seventeenth through twenty nineteenth, yeah, where we absolutely. don't want to offend anybody. And um. <laughs> Anyway, so Jimmy stands up and he claps his hands and he goes, yes, he goes, I love this guy. And I'm like standing there like, wait, is this really happening? Yeah. And uh, so I was like, thank you, sir, or Jimmy. I don't know what I can call you. Yeah. And then I wanted to say I love your Tonight Show, but instead I go, uh, I go, I love your impulse control. And he's like, <laughs> thanks, I have none. And um, and then right immediately after that, I got invited on the show. That's amazing. And then I go on the show and uh, it's, it's crazy. You get there and like Jimmy comes and hangs out with you. Yeah. He comes into your green room. He hangs out with you and your friends. Uh, it's so funny. Like uh, you know, like we were talking about Nikki Glazer's my best friend. Yeah, yeah. So I've been there once where he came in and like the three of us all hung out. It was like surreal. It was cool. so cool. But yeah, I got I got on my first Tonight Show. I got a standing ovation, and uh, it was pretty crazy. And then I get done with it. And Giselle Bunchen, Tom Brady's wife, just like meets me in the hallway and she's like, That was so good. And we're like jumping up and down, holding she, hands. Tell me she gave you her number. No, no. she didn't. But uh, I did get to ask her about Tom Brady. I was like, How long's Tom going to play football? And she <laughs> goes, He told me uh, he's going to die on the football field. Wow. Let's hope not. Yeah. Pete Lee and Studer, <laughs> the, the best part of that whole story, and it's an amazing story, is the laziness that comics have because. You didn't want to read the book. You didn't go out and get the Cliff Notes version. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'll just pull it up on YouTube and watch that. That's I respect that kind of laziness, my friend. That's, oh, yeah. That's very good. You can make your dreams come true even with <laughs> ultimate laziness. On the couch watching YouTube yeah. is, is how those dreams get done. Yeah. Uh, Pete Lee in studio on the Mark Aram Show. He's at the Punchline tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. Uh, check him out. Tickets online at punchline.com. You mentioned Netflix. Um, how does that work? I mean, they, they are just like the comedian's best friend right now. How do you pitch to them? I want to do a special. How does that work? Yeah, well, um, I'm lucky enough to have the manager, mm -hmm. uh, basically the same manager as Nikki and Nate Bargatze and Jim Gaffigan and a lot of big-name people. So uh, they have Netflix's ear already. And so um, I essentially have to make a tape this weekend at the Punchline. Gotcha. And it's going to like it's gonna be a, an hour that's as tight as a late-night set for a whole hour. Sure, sure. Um, 
and you know, and, and I, I won't let up, you know, like even if people are like, oh, I can't breathe, I'm going to be like, well, get used <laughs> yeah, to it because I'm, go- I'm going, I got to sell this to Netflix. Then you present it to Netflix, they watch it. And, um, you know, a lot of times they don't really even give you notes. It's just kind of pass fail. Yeah. And then if you, if, if they like it, then you, you know, you structure a deal and they pay you a lot of money and all that kind of stuff. I want that Netflix money. I'm not getting like Chappelle $60 million. But but still, well, I mean, think more than the money. And this is coming from someone Mm -hmm. outside the business, obviously. But I think that's like just a feather in the cap, like the way that it used to be HBO one night stand. Yeah. Like that was a nice thing to have on your resume where a Netflix thing is now it's like, oh, okay, I've got Netflix on my resume. Yeah. I mean, I've done a Comedy Central special. Mm -hmm. And when I did that, that was really the big big. feather in the cap. You go, I have a Comedy Central special. And I'm on a TV show on Comedy Central. I'm on This Week at the Comedy Cellar. Uh, You know, I'm I'm one of the stars of the show. Yeah. But it doesn't mean as much as it used to. That Netflix special is the the thing. And so, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's external validation. I don't know what it is. That's the same uh, way in any career, though. Whether yeah. you're selling uh, aluminum siding or whatever, you, you, there's certain goals or yeah. pats on the back that you get in your career. And I definitely think the Netflix special is one of them. Can you hang out one more segment? Of course. All yeah. right. Uh, Pete Lee's in studio. Wishes everybody a happy holidays mm-hmm. in case you just sneezed. Uh, <laughs> he's at the Punchline Comedy Club tonight in Buckhead, and the Bulldogs are off. I mean, you literally have no excuse to go. Not to go see his show tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday, and you'll get a preview of his big Netflix special. Yes. Which will air at some point in 2020, I'm sure. Uh, Hang tight. We'll be right back with Pete Lee. This is The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the Friday edition of The Mark Aram Show. Still to come, what's cooking this weekend around town with uh, Brittany Tannenbaum from Access Atlanta. But I already told you what's cooking around town. Tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday, you're heading up to Buckhead Way, folks. Pete Lee at the Punchline. Tickets available online at punchline.com. Is this your first time in Atlanta, Pete? Um, I've been here before. I've performed at universities around here, but I've never performed at the Punchline. The old college tour. The old college tour, yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, colleges nowadays, you go in there and it's, (laughs) yeah. It's different. You can end your career. Yeah, exactly (laughs) right. Because I mean, well, a lot of it is, I mean, it's the different, you re- you referenced the 2017 to 2019 era of comedy, and that is definitely the case in, in college campuses where it's super hyper and every, everything is elevated, but the, the cell phone videos will get you now too. Yeah, it's crazy. The, um, like, And I'm, I'm a comedian that believes that comedians should be able to say whatever they want. I just don't personally do that. Sure. You know, um, I don't ever want to offend anybody. Like, uh, I have a line in my set where I say, I hate conflict unless you guys like it and then I love it. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like I'm very, I'm a very affable uh, gentleman. Um, I don't, I don't ruffle feathers, but the it's Midwestern roots. Are yeah. Through right there. But I will be on a college campus and you see, you'll see, it's, you just can tell who it is. And they will, they'll be watching your act. And if you even start to bring up a subject that they think might be inflammatory, they will get their cell phones Ready out and go. point them at you. Uh, and I'm always nightmare. looking at them like, you have, I choose my words so carefully. <laughs> yeah. You are not going to get me. Yeah. I am not going to be canceled. You know, um, <laughs> I cancel culture is so funny to me. Like, because here's why you can't cancel stuff because everything that we like, at least one bad person made it. You know, like, yeah. like well, all the hipsters hang out at those bourbon bars, right? Can you tell me that in the hills of Kentucky, the <laughs> bourbon brewmasters are like, oh my stars, I am woke AF. I love two things. I always use this example. I, so I'm a, I'm a Jewish fella. Yeah. And, you know, there's tapes of Mel Gibson not being very nice to my uh, religion. Damn it! If uh, if a Mel Gibson movie's on, I'm watching it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just I'm gonna do it. Yeah, I mean, I I love I love Dr Pepper. It's a delicious beverage. Yeah. You can't tell me that the inventor of Dr Pepper <laughs> was a was a woke man. <laughs> yeah, no. You know, he, like it's I it's just I don't know. I think that you got to draw the line uh, somewhere with that stuff. And I try to personally not offend anybody. Like I have very joyful humor. Um, 
I'm like, I'm pure joy in a person. I, I joke around and I say that I'm like if CBD oil had a mascot, you know? <laughs> just, <laughs> like, hey, it's Pete Lee. Yeah, hey, hey, I just want to make everybody happy. You and a big winking owl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, real quick, how can we follow you online and all that good stuff? Uh, follow me on Instagram. Uh, I couldn't get Pete Lee, so my Instagram is Pete Lee, Pete Lee, Pete Lee. Um, <laughs> I'm on nice. Twitter at Pete Lee Tweets. It, it kind of sounds like the horn of a moped. It's like Pete Lee Tweets. And um, <laughs> my website is PeteLee.net. Beautiful. Couldn't get that dot com. Son of a bitch. Couldn't biscuit. get it. Still can't get it. That's all right, brother. All right, Pete, great to meet you. We'll see you at the punchline this weekend, buddy. Thank you so much. Uh, news, weather, and traffic next. Hang tight. This is The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back. Friday edition of The Mark Aram Show uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Thanks to uh, Pete Lee, a hilarious comedian. Uh, last segment. He's at the punchline tonight. If you aren't going to the punchline, don't worry. Uh, There's a lot of drinking events around Metro Atlanta today. Joining us, as she does every Friday from Access Atlanta, our dear, dear friend, Brittany Tannenbaum. How are you, Britt? I'm great. Cheers, baby. Cheers, baby. is right. So, um, you know, a lot of the Mark Aram Show listeners obviously like to imbibe, and this might be the weekend for them. There's a lot of drinking events around Yeah, they're all drunks that listen to your show. (laughs) Not all of them. I'm just kidding. a, JK, a good portion. <laughs> yeah. So we got uh, the the Beltline Wine Stroll. This is awesome. You just get to basically stroll around about uh, the Atlanta East Side Trail uh, of the Beltline and sip on all kinds of wines from different venues, including Barcelona, Ladybird. Didn't you go to Ladybird recently? I think maybe. Yes. For some cocktails. Did yes. you like it? I did. It okay. was very good. Uh, Bread and Butterfly, and of course Shake Shack will be participating as well. Tickets for that are fifty-five dollars. If wine stroll isn't your thing, and maybe mimosas are more of your uh, I'm, guilty pleasure. I will not pleasure. turn down a mimosa yeah. at the right time in the Exa- right event. Yeah, I um, I feel like as as older as I've gotten older, the morning drinking just <laughs> goes like less and less. Yeah, yeah. Is that yeah? Is that accurate? understood? Um, so historic Fourth Ward Skate Park is hosting this Atlanta Mimosa Festival. You can sip on all kinds of mimosas with a variety of different kinds of orange juice flavors. If you're not into mimosas, don't worry. They got you covered with peach bellinis and bloody marys, a selection of beer, wine, and cider. Those tickets are going for sixty bucks to participate in the Atlanta Mimosa Wine Festival. Beautiful. And then let's just say you don't want to drink. Six Flags has their Fright Fest going on. And I think it's in like a week, sometime in October. Well, we're almost in October. They have this 30-hour <laughs> coffin challenge. I saw that. No <laughs> way in hell. How much How much would someone have to bribe you for, for you to get in that coffin for 30 hours? North of a half a million dollars. No. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't do it for, for like 15, 20 grand? No, not a chance. 30? Uh, nope. Literally, a half million dollars would be the starting point for negotiations. I am so claustrophobic. Forget about it. Not a chance in hell. Not but I think that they hell. let you, like, you know, Breathe? stick your head out. <laughs> right? I don't know. I, 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 no, I looked at some pictures, and I mean, these people are, they're just. Yeah, so... forget it. Half a million dollars. Okay. If I was a, a, uh, a struggling college kid, all right, a thousand bucks will do it. But now, no, right. half a million bucks. Okay. All yeah. right. So if you want me in there. Brittany, you got to tap million. into the I'll let Six Flags Atlanta. know yes, if they want exactly. the if they want Mark Aram in the coffin. It's going to be milli. half half a mil. Five hundred k totes. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's talk about food. So yes, it's Brittany's birthday on Sunday, and I heard through the grapevine that can I tell you something really funny, yes, really please. quickly. Yesterday, I went to go get my eyebrows done at the nail salon, yes. and the and I'm laying down on the thing, and the she goes, so. You're in high school, right? I go, <laughs> nice. oh my God, you just made my, my yeah. year. I go, she works turning... on tips, Brittany. She works right. on tips. Right, exactly. <laughs> so maybe that's why she Did you get them threaded? That. Is that a thing? No, I, don't, I can't do threading. Right. And the funny thing is, is when I tweeze, I, I don't let them tweeze me because yeah. it just hurts too bad. So what they do so is like, wax put them? the wax on, get it off, wax and then on, we're wax done. Off. Wax on, wax off. You know what movie that's from? Mm, Karate Kid. We'll yeah. be here all day. All right, so it's your birthday yes. Sunday, and you're celebrating your birthday with what might be the greatest restaurant in Atlanta that I've never been to, believe it or not. Right. So Josh told me that he said that, he first of all, he didn't tell me where we were going. Yes. And so then, of course, he uh, he gave me a clue and just said, we've both never been there. Okay. So then I start kind of doing deductive reasoning. and uh, <laughs> Right. Yeah, exactly. And um, kind of go through the list. And then I start guessing and I guess Staple House. And then he did a eye roll emoji. because. Yes. And so, of course, I thought that, you know, I got it right. So Staple House, folks, is like this award-winning restaurant. And they have like a fixed menu. So you go in there. There's not even a menu you order from. You just tell the, fo- uh, the the server if you're a vegetarian or not, and then they have two dinners laid out for you, and it's many courses, 
and it's phenomenal. Maya went and with her girlfriend and loved it, and I'm very jealous you're going on Sunday. Uh, well, we're going tonight, actually. Oh, tonight? Yes. I'm sorry. Oh. Tomorrow night's Howl's, tonight's Staple House. Oh, my goodness gracious. And then Sunday night is Rosh Hashanah. It's air of Rosh Hashanah, so we'll be yeah. eating, like, matzo ball soup. <laughs> um, Which is also very delicious. Yeah. Oh, so, so you got to get out of here soon. All right. I, I, I don't want to keep but, you. But um, I'm glad you said that they have, like, a, if you tell them that you're a vegetarian, they'll accommodate you because I was kind of worried about that. I'm like, yes. I'm a little bit more picky than he is, so I was a little bit worried, but they'll, I'm just going to go it. with it. Like, so um, I've been to those types of restaurants before, most notably the French Laundry yes. uh, out in Napa. And we had, um, it was a big group, and one person was allergic to shellfish, one person, person was a vegetarian, one person was a vegan. So they'll ac- accommodate you accordingly. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, speaking of food, last night I went to- uh, I know, where were you? Um, I was It was jealous. A, a fundraiser event for Open Hand Atlanta. Um, it was Party in the Kitchen uh, over off of Armor Drive and, mm-hmm. and Monroe. And what were oh they serving God. up? Oh, my God. It was so good. Like, the best restaurants in Atlanta all made one dish and served, like, little appetizer portions mm-hmm. of it. So you had Rathbun's there, and uh, you had Arnett's Chop Shop there. And I love their Umi. bar. Amazing. Arnett's bar is amazing. So I had this me. thing. And I'm going to give a shout-out uh, to Sh- Sean Doty, a famous uh-huh. uh, chef here in Metro Atlanta. He owns a place called The Federal. And The Federal had these little... Wagyu sliders. Mm. Uh, I could have eaten a hundred of them. I mean, they're little little burgers. You know what a slider is, and yep. they're with the Wagyu Japanese beef. Yum. Blew my mind, Brittany. It was so good. All right, so that's the, they're going to cater next week, right? I, listen, Chef the Doty, if you're listening, bring those puppies in and bangers and mash from Fox Brothers Barbecue, which was amazing. Like the best mashed potatoes and little sausage. Anyway, it was a great event. Thank you for uh, having me open-handed line a party in the kitchen. It was awesome. Pales in comparison, perhaps, to your upcoming food weekend, but I expect uh, you to text me food pictures. Are y'all uh, eating anywhere fun tonight? Uh, or Saturday? Or Sunday? No. What do we got? We got a birthday dinner tomorrow night somewhere. Oh, uh, Bar- Barcelona. 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 But uh, nothing compared to yours. I, I mean, as long as your boyfriend doesn't get mad, I would really appreciate you to text me food pictures throughout. Every course? Yeah. You want every- <laughs> yeah. Just okay. Or at the end of the meal. Whatever's easiest. Okay. Uh, Brittany, always keep you a pleasure. Updated. Happy, happy uh, early birthday. Thanks, man. And uh, we can follow you uh, on social media where? Yes. Follow my tasting Staple House course menu at Britt Elise, B-R-I-T-T-I-L-I-S-E. <laughs> and then at Access Atlanta is at Access ATL. And everything available on WSBTV.com. Yep. We're on the streaming devices, a.k.a. Roku, a.k.a. Apple TV. What am I missing? That's Amazon it. Fire Stick? Amazon Fire Stick. Yeah. There's, all, there's so many. <laughs> She's got the fire stick. All right. Happy uh, early birthday, buddy. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Brittany. Uh, back in studio with uh, Low T and Deb Green Longoria still uh, enjoying his, I, I th- assume he's enjoying his vacation in Disney World. He's the happiest place on earth. I, th- I think no, he's left not. there because he sent me a text today yeah, he's home. of Whataburger. Well, he's, he's on his driving way. Back. Yeah, he's on his way. Yeah. And Longoria just, lo- I mean, he loves Whataburger more. Than his kids. I, my, so my family's from Texas, yeah. and the minute they get to a, a Whataburger, although they call it Whataburger, Whataburger. But, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, it's a big deal for them. Um, it was, uh, I'd never been to, there's one in uh, on the Florida Panhandle, mm-hmm. and longer is it, gotta go to Whataburger. It's a really good. It was really, really good, and it was jammed, but not as good as the burger I mentioned to Brittany. So last night, I went to the party in the kitchen, which benefited Open Hand Atlanta, and it was awesome. It, first of all, what was great about it was, it's, uh, it's on the northeast side of town off of Armor Drive in Monroe. And Waze got me there. And instead of taking me directly to the the entrance, it sent me this back way. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I'll just trust Waze. So there, if I'd went the normal way, mm-hmm. there was like a 100-car deep line to get in the valet. Oh, but since nice. it moved me around, I was like, Whoosh. it was nice. perfect. Yeah, so I tipped my hat to Waze. I mean, you should get the Triple Team Traffic Alerts app, but Waze was clutch. I was like, well, I'm just going to trust it. It's looping me around. Mm-hmm. And it was perfect. So we get in there, and it's these, these chefs, the, like the best chefs from all around Metro Atlanta, uh, Kevin Rathbun, um, good stuff. But they had, the, I'm so excited about these burgers. <laughs> they had these Wagyu beef sliders. Okay. And these are the things, like all these restaurants have these little, like, little tasting things, like uh, Fox Brothers Barbecue had little bangers and mash, like a little mm-hmm. plate and like all these things. And so uh, this place had these little Wagyu sliders. And I went up there. I was like, I'm, uh, you know, I don't want to be a jerk. I'm like, I'm taking two ones for my girlfriend. And Lay's like, I don't care how many you take, man. Take, <laughs> take as many as you want. want. Yeah, yeah. It's, all, it's free. It's paid for. 
So I went and took him back, and Maya ate hers, and I ate mine, and I was like, just jaw dropping, like just delicious. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna go get some more. And I'm like, I'm coming back to two more for my girlfriend, even though Maya didn't want any more. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had two more of them, yeah. but it was it was awesome. It was really really. That was good. the highlight of the night for me. But they, I mean, that one uh, I forgot what restaurant was, but they made uh, homemade spaghettios. Homemade spaghettios. Okay. Yeah. So like like With fancy meatballs? spaghettios. That's amazing. Yeah, it was really good. So instead of like regular pasta they they yeah. made their own little spaghettios with meatballs wow. in them that was really i mean everything was fantastic and it uh all benefited open hand atlanta and i met a couple of listeners oh, nice. this one guy's like why aren't you on the air i was like well coach kirby smart you know took over on thursday and i'm hungry so there's <laughs> yeah there was two so for one um but yeah it was a good time so thanks for the invite party in the kitchen benefiting uh, open door atlanta next year i'm gonna i'm gonna see if we can all go That'd be cool. Because um, it was, I mean, it was a great event. There's uh, the live auction and all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, but the food was phenomenal. They got booze? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Open bar. I'm there. Yeah. But they had specialty <laughs> drinks. I only had one drink. Um, I'm not a specialty drink guy. I, I don't care for those. No, but I, there was no wait for it. It was oh, like, oh, here's, you know. But I think they had an open bar. Yeah. It's probably like our Christmas party where they'll have a couple, couple ready to of, go. Yeah, yeah. And then you can get something else exactly. if you want. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, real quick, what are you guys doing this weekend? Anything big, Chuck? Uh, no, last week in the pool's open at our at our uh, place. Yeah. So we'll probably do a pool they, thing. My, my uh, homeowner association says we're keeping the pool open longer. Because it's be- so hot. Because it's yep. so hot. I wish they would, but we got a new management company, and they're like, nope. Aww. Yeah. They're October 15th is when our yeah. pool. So if you want to nice. come swim, our right, pool. Cool. What do you got, course. Cook and Deb Green? I'm, Any concerts? I do not have a music festival this weekend. Nice. I'm actually going to be wow. pretty low-key. I think just the cul-de-sac, hang out at the pool type thing right. yeah very cool it's not landing where the i live cul-de-sac that does sound very like <laughs> oh my melrose God. place it's, it sounds yes, a little melrose ex- place i totally do not fit in there yeah <laughs> the real housewives of alpharetti basically <laughs> all right all right hey ty we got one more segment to go this is the mark aram show welcome back final segment of the mark aram show thanks again to comedian pete lee he's at the punchline tonight i'm gonna go see him sunday he was a really nice guy really funny guy he's and, a midwesterner yeah he's a midwesterner exactly <laughs> Um, and Brittany from Access Atlanta, as always. What do we got coming up next week on the show, Deb? Well, I'm off Monday for oh, that's Rosh Hashanah. Right. Happy are. New Year to all my fellow Hebrews out there. So I don't know what you guys are doing Monday. Do we know? I'll be here Monday. You'll be here Monday? Yeah. All right. And then regular stuff? Regular rest of the stuff week. for the rest of the week. <laughs> all right. Yep. We got Millennial Match Game, Johnny Kilbasa. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I get, remind me to text Johnny Chuck so he doesn't do a football minute on Monday. I'm okay. really mad if he does that prep and then we don't get it. And then on. you don't do it. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, let's do Star of the Show. Um, I'm gonna. I, I head faked yesterday to Jason Byers <laughs> and gave it to my girlfriend. I felt bad about that all night. Uh, so Jason Byers is gonna get started the show. He did a great job. Yes, cl- did clap very for well. Jason Byers. Yes, he did very well. Longoria. That's a tough. Uh, that's a tough set of moccasins to fill. He's an, es- he's an Eskimo. Get it? All right. Uh, we'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.